0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the Leah Valley with Love podcast. I'm your host, George Wacker, and today we're talking with Stu Warmington, who I met on Twitter because I posted a picture asking if people ever went to Mox Goot on Linden Street in Bethlehem. It's one of our favorite spots. He responded with, yes, he goes there when he comes here once a year. I said, why once a year? He responded, well, he comes in to help uh, members of the Liberty High School Grenadier Band become better drummers. Stu Warmington served in all six Royal Marine bands over his 22-year career and performed for the Royal Family and various other heads of state while traveling all over the globe including Jamaica, South Africa, USA, Russia, Oman, Qatar, Australia, and more, and he was also deployed to Kosovo in 2000 and Iraq in 2003. Some of his most memorable engagements include performing at the Queen Mother's funeral, numerous military tattoos around the world and we'll talk about what they are and participating in the successful guinness world record attempt for the longest continuous group drum roll that we'll also talk about that was for 64 hours Stu has played a million places but one of his most favorite is the 2015 rugby world cup which was streamed over the world to over a, a billion viewers He has worked passionately with national youth bands over the years and is the current marching division manager at the British Drum Company. We are proud to welcome Stu Warmington to the podcast, and we want to be sure we thank our sponsors, Molly's Irish Grill and Sports Pub, ArtsQuest, and of course, Michael Bernadin with Remax Realty. This one's a lot of fun. We recorded this on location at Moxgoot because we figured it made sense, so Without further ado, let's learn more about Stu Warmington, what he loves about coming to the United States, and what he does to get the students ready for some serious drumming. Here is Stu Warmington. So
1: I also do a podcast, Strange enough. You do? Yeah, so there's a new uh, military tattoo store up in Washington, D.C. And when you say
0: tattoo, like, I've read that. A tattoo, is that like a, it's like a celebration? Is that more? It, it, or... it actually comes from uh, uh, the Netherlands, uh, okay. and the word
1: tattoo uh, is being trans- translated from D-Den Taptoe, which means turn off the taps. Like the brewery taps, it was the... The, okay. dr- the drummers used to go into the old towns in the taverns of a night playing... <laughs> get, and getting them to uh, basically tell the, the tavern owners to turn off the taps for the soldiers to go back. And that's where the word tattoo comes from. So these big ceremonial tattoos around the world, like the Edinburgh Military Tattoo, is all based from basically getting the soldiers back to camp. Yeah.
0: That's interesting, because I, yeah, that, I did not get that far in the process yet. And that's definitely a couple of the things that I want to start with. But before we get there, um, I, hold on one second. I, I want to make sure I say your name. It's Stu Warmington. Um, we're, it's, it's interesting because we this is the first time we've met yeah. we met strictly through Twitter I had thrown up a quick tweet because I love Mock Scoot which is where we're at on Linden Street in Bethlehem and I'm like do you ever go to Mock Scoot you know more of kind of like a funny post because I know a lot of people have and then you're, you said something to, along the lines of yeah I, every time I'm there once per year I come in and then I'm like what do you, what do you mean once per year so you are here <laughs> once per year uh, to, can you kind of describe it? You, you're here to help out with the Liberty Grenadier Band, which was...
1: Is- yeah, so I'm their percussion advisor for their drummers. Uh, I got approached in 2014 uh, by the old band director, Kevin Long. Yep. Uh, so I was in the Royal Marines at the time. I, I served in the Royal Marines from uh, 97 to 2019. Sure. And I was in their, their of drums and we've got quite a unique style. We do a lot of what we call flourishing stick work. Okay. Uh, and he basically wanted that within the, the Grenadier band, and he asked, you know, would you, th- would you be interested in coming across to teach? And, and I'd never heard of the Liberty Grenadier band, and obviously, so I went online, looked at them, and I was like, wow, there's a band of like 260 people here, all dressed like Coldstream guards, red tunics, bearskins. Sure skins, yeah. I was like, how do I not know about this? I mean, this is incredible, you know, the fact that they look exactly the same, but the sheer amount of them, I was at. Like, I'm coming over. I definitely want to get involved in this.
0: I mean, I've lived here for a period of time, but I'm still blown away because when you think of high school band, you see movies or whatever, but not here. If you're in the high school band in this band, you know you, you you're uh, you're envied. You know, there's some. People in the band that you know, they get a, a lot of praise from it. It, it, it. It's
1: such a unique band, even for it to be. If it was in the UK, it'd be unique because. Okay, of, yeah. You know, we, we do have a similar style band, but because of the, the sheer size of it, it's it's outrageous. It, it, I mean, I, you
0: but know, the, and the fact that they're bringing in a consultant from across the pond, you know, like that's it's not somebody down the street. They're like, could you help out with our drummers? We're you're bringing in. We'll get into your your pedigree but we're bringing the best of the best
1: yes i came across in 2014 that was that was my first year uh, had them for a week and completely changed everything and that was a that was a busy week because nobody had any experience of what i was trying to teach them it was it was completely new to them you know well, completely
0: alien let's talk a little like let's get into the weeds a little bit when you came in and you're talking you know i know drums to an extent like, what are some of the things that you might be showing them that they might not have learned at that point?
1: Like okay, the the, the the biggest feature was the the stick work. What we call stick work, which is you, you probably see it on TV where the, yeah. the drummers do it. And like, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. But you know, the Royal Marines take it to a whole different level. Okay. You know, it's it's not just you know you know robotic drummers. It, it's we have ripples. I mean, they've carved this career out with this what they do. They are without doubt the best in the world at what they do. This 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 stick work. It's can it's I incredible.
0: make it? Can I make a, a, a um, an analogy? I guess not. Like when you see the rifle work from Marines, is that similar? Yes. Those yes, so when you lines.
1: see going down the line and back up again, that's exactly what the guys do now okay. with the with the sticks. So it was, you know, it, it was hard for them because they weren't used to doing this and it's trying to get that muscle memory in. And when you bring your sticks up, not hitting your lips, or... it takes hitting a bit. your face. Yeah, it takes a bit of time not taking your teeth. So trying to get that confidence into them and get that muscle memory going. No, uh, sure. So there was that. So yeah, that was a busy. A busy week for that, that that first one.
0: I want to go back. Okay. Uh, I want to go all the way back. To, okay. <laughs> no, it's so interesting. But I want to get to that point. So clearly, you're from the UK. Yeah. Can you kind of talk a little bit about your your childhood? I, I read, you know, I was going through your bio about you know kids would be ru- walking into school listening to the latest pop music, but you'd be listening to marching. Yeah. So wh- where did that start? What was your introduction?
1: So that came from that came from my father. He was a drum major in the army. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna admit I was brainwashed pretty much. I was one of them. Was that uh, brainwashed? Good brainwashed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was great. So every time he was on parade, he'd take me with him. And you know, a lot of the, the parades have got a police presence, or mm-hmm. so he'd just throw me in the police car or one of the military vehicles. So I'd be part of the, the parade when I was about five or six. Uh, and then what, we, what
0: part of the? Uh, you know, what part of the UK? So I'm I'm from the northeast,
1: uh, Newcastle area. Okay. Uh, so northeast of England. Uh, yes, yeah, so my father was in—he was in the parachute regiment to begin with, as a drum major, uh, and then transferred to the Royal Regiment of Fusiliers, and then later on, I joined them. Uh, and it was just—it was just ingrained. My sister joined the Navy; she was a, a, a snare drummer, so it was a very musical family. And and,
0: and um, it's interesting to me because I don't know as much about the when you talk about the, the Royal bands yeah. within the military. Yeah. Can you kind of talk about how? How that works, you know? What what is the role of the royal military within the military itself?
1: Yeah, so you, you've got many bands in the in the UK forces. You got you got the main five ones that you see with the the bearskins in the in the tunics. So they're part of the household division. Uh, so they're. they're you know, predominantly they're they're in charge of the Changing the Guard, the London duties, uh, Buckingham Palace. You know, you see them on the TV all the time. So that's that's their they're constantly in London, providing the sort of musical support for the Changing the Guard. And then you get the Royal Marines who who provide musical support for the Royal Navy. Uh, they do charity concerts, but they also do trips around the world and perform at tattoos and and stuff like this. And you know, whenever a, a member of family goes abroad, depending on who which one it is, they'll take a band with them. So. Uh, you know, if it's a head of state, it's, they'll go across. Right. Or you know, and even when your heads of state come across, they'll get one of our bands as well to, to do a, like a musical salute. And
0: do you have to do all the stuff, the same stuff that everybody else in the military does? It, 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 it changes
1: depending on what your what your role is. Okay. Uh, so myself, uh, we were medical. It, it changes with with each sort of conflict or campaign you go in. Uh, so I went to Kosovo. Uh, when right. I went to Kosovo in uh, 2000, I was part of the. Uh, Commando forces brigade where we dealt with medical side of things and we did camp duties and stuff like that but then when i went to iraq i was on board ship and we were the primary receiving casualty units we were, we were getting casualties from the okay. like the us we get them from uh the iraqis you know we sh- it was a neutral ship and we're just bringing all the casualties in sorting them out and then and send them back on the way
0: so some of it is pageantry some of it is you know um can't think of the right word uh
1: it. yeah so we call it you got the ceremonial side and then we call it the green side which is the military soldiery type stuff uh so yeah it all depends on what your role is within you you know your specific unit or and even when you go away what what that can you know that could be so like i say we were on board ship we had another unit on land they were part of the uh chemical decontamination team in case you know uh, chemicals were used so they, they would bring the casualties in and, and decontaminate them before they went into surgery or whatever.
0: It's just interesting to me because, you know, there's the, the part of it where you're a, a elite musician, you know, working, but then there's the other part of it where you're still, you know, part of the military and participating in that, you know, I guess there's a balance there where... Yeah, I know, mean, it's, it's it, was, it was,
1: you know you're meant to be what musicians first and then you obviously you've got a green side but it, it, you just react to the situation like we, one of our guys well a few of the bands down in, in, in uh, the marines now have been issuing the covid jabs they've been going around and you know, get, getting the train and they've been injecting people with the, the covid jabs so it took about two or three bands out of the system because that's all they were doing in the UK just oh. going out and. so that leaves just a couple of bands to do the you know, <laughs> like nobody's left for them. yeah <laughs> like, the musical support covered. so it's been a busy time for them
0: and you, you were 22 years in there, yep. and I'm even going through the, the photos we're, we're going to share, I mean, some of these people that you've played for, the royal family, clearly, multiple times. H- how is that? Like, that's got to be, you know, know—you're. that's the pinnacle of this type of music i would imagine in that
1: ceremonial yeah i mean it's great and it de- depending on 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 what engagement it is sometimes you a good one hopefully a yeah, ceremonial okay. yeah you're doing of the guard at buckingham palace that's always going to be that's a great really one because you know you never know who's going to come in or out or right. and then you've got a lot a lot of the public there the tourists so that that's great but then you can go and do something like the victor's games which i did I and mean, uh members of the royal family there so prince harry was there so we had a chat there so it's just you just never know who you're going to boom into when you go to these engagements, you just don't what know. What does
0: Prince Harry say to you? He's just like, he did a great job.
1: Yeah, we were just chatting, yeah, just chatting awesome. about, you know, different things and, but he's, you know, very down to earth and what you see is, is pretty much what you get.
0: I mean, you, you've been all over the world, um, besides Royal Family and maybe some of these prestigious you know, people you've played for, are there any memories... In some of the the corners of the world that you played in that really stick with you, or
1: uh, yeah, I mean, I've been extremely lucky to you know. Right. I, I, I've, al- I've always said you know it's not a job for me it's just been a paid hobby because it's it's what I wanted to do from such a young age and I just focused fully on that and, and that's what I did and once I got in and I, I literally just got paid to travel the world and I you know I'm so thankful for that because I know a lot of people would love to do that and, you know Look I've it. been everywhere from uh, Jamaica South Africa Australia I've been to you know USA numerous times all over Europe so I feel really good but you know, meeting people, we, we did a, a world record attempt. Uh, yeah,
0: to, I have that in here to ask, but yeah, go ahead with it. Yeah,
1: t- so 2014, uh, it was the Royal Marines anniversary for 350 years since its formation, so all these commandos are doing these feats of endurance and challenges, and I was right. like, we, we should be doing something like that with the, with the drummers, because the drummers were there right at the start of the when the, the Royal Marines were formed, so, okay. you know, the the actual drummers are 350 years old as well, wow. and it's it's a... With the oldest branch in the service, the Beagles branch, so which is why I was, we should do something for this. So right. I, I got thinking. I was like, why are we doing the, like the longest group drum roll? So yeah, we're going to do that, and we had it at the Tower of London. We set it all at the Tower of London, and the I think the record was a, uh, a high school band in in the U.S. somewhere. I cut it might have been Michi- I think a band in Michigan. Yeah. Okay. And their their 28 hours was was their their target. 20 28 right. hours. Come on. So uh, we decided that. <laughs> we were formed in 1664 okay. so that we have that number somewhere in the target so we said right let's go for 64 hours all right so we set up the Tower of london uh, open top double decker bus and uh it's some of the worst weather you've seen in may oh, it was lashing it down and the guys and yeah. we couldn't go anywhere you just had a drum there and, and just roll but we, we the event was started by uh, harrison ford and tom hardy they came and started the event so really yeah i mean it's that was, you know. So what,
0: did did it end up just the weather was too bad to continue, or had no?
1: No, we, we reached. Did the, you get it? Okay. Yeah, so we we, we did sixty four hours 28, oh, okay. 28 minutes and fifty nine seconds. So
0: <laughs> you set it up there like the weather was bad, but so you did achieve that.
1: Yeah, we we, we just thing. we just carried on, and you know. So what
0: do you do is somebody you keep going, and then when it's time for you yeah, to so finish, it's, somebody just has to just well, continue it's, it's continue
1: a, on. It's a constant roll, so you're rolling. You've got somebody there on standby in case you get cramp or anything like that, and then mm-hmm. when it's time to change, you get a little bit of time where you can both roll. At the same time, you get about five or six seconds, and one's moving across, and the other one's sliding across, and then once you're ready, that first one will stop, and then the next person will come and sit down. And
0: that's so, how long would you go at a period of time? We were doing
1: about 15 minutes, uh, basically, because you know it's cold, you know, and once your fingers get cold, it, I mean, it gets I mean, hard. Yeah,
0: for that long would be crazy. And then, so you you travel. Like we're about you travel. You've been to all these amazing things. What what are some of the reasons that you would? I think you mentioned some of them. But, like, why would you go to Jamaica? Is it is it not a peacekeeping thing, but more no, like a pageantry?
1: No, no. yeah. So, that was a tattoo, a military tattoo. Okay. Uh, uh, sometimes we would come across the, the US to play at the, the embassy in Washington. That, that was quite a regular thing every October. Uh, it just depended. It was all different reasons, uh, anniversaries for different regiments, or stuff like yeah. that. So, uh, majority of them were, you know, international ceremonial tattoos, though.
0: And then um, can you talk a little bit about the British Drum Company, which is, we you said you've been you in the Royal Marines for 22 years, um, now you're uh, with the British Drum Company, what is that exactly? Is it what it sounds like? or
1: Pretty much, yeah, right. pretty much what it says on the tin, so uh, back in, well it sort of goes back around about 2015 I was in, uh, an ambassador for another drum company called Premier, uh, mm-hmm. quite, quite, quite a big English company. Uh, and they were making uh, products in the UK, and I'd started working on a marching drum uh, with them, a brand new marching drum, and then they closed the UK manufacturing down, uh, and then everything was just being made in Taiwan, so we had a few guys that were uh, made redundant, and one of them was a guy called Keith Keough, and he basically said, I'm gonna start my own company up, are you interested in, in you know, heading up the marching division? I was like, yeah let's, yeah, let's do that. So 2004, to, sorry, 2015, we set the British Drum Company up. We had three people on the shop floor. Uh, and then now we, I think we've got about 25.
0: Are you manufacturing?
1: Yeah, manufacturing. Everything's all hand-built in the UK. Uh, we've got a, a, a factory in Stockport, which is near Manchester. Uh, we got some big artists. So I, is it
0: mostly what, what, uh, is it most of the bass drums that we, we see, we do, or is it all? We do snare?
1: Uh, drum sets. We do snare drums. We do marching drums. So within the marching drums, you do traditional drums, mm. pipe band drums, mm. such so as a whole plethora of you know different types of drums. And we have got some big artists. We have got Nico McBrain for Mind Maiden. He's He's going to love
0: it. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: So he's one of the shareholders as well within really? the company, but he's obviously one of the artists. Uh, that's, that's great. Uh, drummer Matthew's from Kasabian, so he's yeah. on yeah. the board as well. And so, yeah, it's just, basically, it's a, it's a group of drummers who set up the company for drummers, type of thing. Right. Uh,
0: so, that like we understand your, your plate. Yeah. Um, talk then about, we all, hopefully, people who listen to our podcast, and people who are familiar with Bethlehem are familiar with. The Liberty Grenadier Band, and even you know, I, I came here. I've lived here for about twenty years, and I, I said I still didn't really fully appreciate the band that we have until I've been to a couple home football games. I've seen them, and no no disrespect to any other band in the area, but you see them against paired up to other other bands, and you're just like, wow, the, the quality of musicians, the quality of instructors uh, is makes you proud. Like, you, and, and again, we, we have that, I don't know, maybe that American uh, stereotype of, hey, if you're in the band, you know, you're, you're a <laughs> band geek. Not in this band. I've been in football games, and when they when they do some of these, you know, different, uh, you know, when, when they have their time in between please all eyes are on them. It's amazing, It's like you want to be a part of it. So my question in all of that is, how did you originally uh, get contacted? You kind of alluded to it, and then let's talk a little bit yeah, about that. Yeah, so uh, the former band director, Kevin Long, yep. uh,
1: found me on LinkedIn somehow. That's great. Uh, <laughs> Obviously I didn't know who he was. Uh, and then he just basically connected with me, sent me a message straight away saying, look, I've got- What this. a great
0: way though. I mean, I don't know what I'm like, That's no. awesome to say about him that he's, he's looking for the best of the best.
1: I know, and he's done it with a few other people, which I'll, I'll go on sure, I'll go on ahead, to go in, ahead, in a minute. But yeah, ahead. he contacted me and said, do you want to come over and, and teach the band? And like I said before, I had never even heard of him, which is which is really unique for me because I'm a bit of a, bit of a marching okay, geek okay. And, I, and I sort of know bands from all over the world sure. and even youth bands, but I'd not heard of this. When I saw it, I was at, yeah i'm coming across for this so and then we came down and got a tour of the whole school and then the band i was like wow because you know youth bands in the uk don't have anything like this and it's what's so unique about this band is not only it's you know it's it's look and it's tradition it's the uh, the parents club as well which is yes. the amount of fundraising they do and how they go about it i was blown away it's we don't have anything like that in the uk and it's just constant constant fundraising getting money into the people, the students quota, and they get to travel, you know, they've, they've been to Hawaii, they've been to Pasadena for the roses, parade a few times, they've been to the UK, the, you know, New York, they just go all over, it's, it's incredible, but I absolutely love coming here, you know, there's been a couple of times where I've been walking down Main Street and somebody's called me name, it's it's weird, and it's just, you know, you just get to know people, And you know, since coming here, since 2014, it's, I'll say it, you know people laughing but it's like a second home I know where everything is I know where people are and it's just great yeah,
0: I, let's talk about that before we get we'll talk about the students too but you know we, again we started this because we had an affinity I live down the street okay you live across the <laughs> world but it, it's fun like you found this place and I'm, I'm assuming it's kind of close to Liberty you're probably like hey where's the closest spot I can come into but like what have you what has your experience been in, in a pub you know so to speak like box New?
1: I mean so my first year uh, I was by myself and I was I was walking down from the school and yeah you know, I didn't have a car and the weather was lovely because it was summer mm-hmm. so I just thought I'd explore the place because it's new to me and I just happened to come across Max Goot, I was like it's a sports bar, this, yeah. this this is looking good. Went in, had a beer, don't mind admitting, and then uh, ordered some wings. Wow. That was right. it, that was it. Every year I come past. I love the wings, please. I love the wings here.
0: It's just, that's what I loved about our interaction because it's just so, it's universal and it's still, even though you're worlds apart, you're just like, yeah, I, I love it for what it is, that neighborhood, and you love it the same reason that we love it for where we live.
1: Yeah, it's just something very homely about
0: this place. I've felt very yeah, relaxed. In. We feel like I'm setting up, we're setting up. Not that we have a ton of equipment, <laughs> but nobody even bats an eye you like, yeah. No, it's great. You know, so every way. time I come
1: across, I always make a point of stopping. Uh, so I brought my wife last time. My wife yeah. came in and we had some wings here. And I've got some friends coming later on. They're going to have some okay. wings. So, no, yeah, it's all, it's all good.
0: Well, let's talk then, uh, With your interaction with the students, I think it's fantastic, because you're kind of like a a consultant. You're a consultant, is what you're coming in to do. So when you come and visit, can you talk about those visits? Like, uh, What's the amount of time that you spend? What are some of the things that you do while you're here? Okay.
1: So... Uh, a typical a week, Monday to Friday. Uh, Friday is normally written off because we have the, the photographs at the end of the week where we they get the band out in the front of the stairs and get the, the big photographs. So uh, I've pretty much got four days with them to, to change. Them now, each year I'll get a whole new class who've never, because sure. we play traditional grip as opposed to match grip. So, okay. uh, you know, if you are yeah, normally yeah. you play like this, drums. Sure. But we, we play like this.
0: Like uh, the guy from uh, Rolling Stones, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. So,
1: yeah. You've then got to teach them the whole new style of holding that left stick, and especially if they're not left-hand dominant, that's a big change and for is them. And that,
0: is that integral, like is that the grip is a big... Yeah, because okay.
1: the, the drums aren't on harnesses, they're on a sling, so they're on an angle, which why you've got you got to use that grip.
0: Right.
1: And obviously it's a little bit easier for when you're doing the stick work. Okay. So you've got people who, have one, never marched with drums on slings before, never used this traditional grip.
0: And it's like trying to write with a pencil in a new grip, yeah, I would and, imagine. And
1: never done any stick work before, that is completely alien and it's so you're teaching that and then you I've got four days to teach in the field show and within that there's a big drum display right. and they're not easy but do you, know what, do you know what's so good about the students over here is they're really good at reading music Mhm. They're like sponges that just soak it all in it, it's it's amazing how fast they they pick things up uh so yeah i've got four days we we rehearse from about eight in the morning uh till about three in the afternoon sometimes we come in from uh, six till nine uh, depend if we need it, how big, how big the music is because we we played some big pieces in the past two thousand and fourteen was was a was a big year we there was some big music uh, so yeah so that, that's
0: it is it i mean it 's interesting to me when you talk about even that grip because I know it sounds like a small thing but that to me, would be a monumental thing if I'm a if mm. I'm a young player. It's like, wait, you're changing how I hold a baseball or a cricket bat, right? Yeah, you're changing that. Just reverse it, <laughs> right? So it's like, okay, this is good, but oh man. <laughs> so, like, do you also work on their confidence and, and yeah, like you
1: know, yeah, sometimes we do uh, like section leaders courses on leadership and stuff like that. But it's just trying to build a, a friendly environment and atmosphere they want to be in, and mm-hmm. you know, you don't knock anybody down. You can find so, us okay. how to improve and. But I think, you know, they, they listen to everything you say because, one, because of the accent. You know, right. they, they, they're just... You're like, this
0: guy's serious. Why is yeah, he here? <laughs> they,
1: they, yeah. So they're like, oh, so they're focused on that. But it's just a different style. And so, but yeah, they, they love it. But it's a little bit different this year because I've not been for a couple of years because of COVID. So I've now got yeah, yeah. I've got two two years with the people who've not done this before. To uh,
0: so try to bring them up to speed as well.
1: Yeah. So it's...
0: I mean, not everybody is is not everybody wants to teach you know like you know some people like, they, they become very what is the value in you why do you enjoy I mean you get to come to the beautiful city of Bethlehem Pennsylvania but you know what what is what do you get back from working with students I, I give back
1: what I was given in okay. the first place you know you know I, I got taught many years ago and even from a young age I was I was teaching other people you know youth bands when i was 15 16 i was teaching them and it's it's always been i've always been teaching somebody of some description down the line and it's, it's it's not to gain anything it's more to for them to gain something they gain the knowledge or the experience and i just pass it on it just flows through like a river and goes on to the next person hopefully later on in life they can do the same as well
0: do you have any uh, of your friends in your line of work where you've told about liberty and they've been blown away like is well, it
1: so, <laughs> my first visit was 2014. Right. That was its Summer. And then I came across for the Liberty Freedom game. <laughs>
0: oh, okay, I mean, that, 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 that,
1: that was insane. <laughs> Damn, I that's mean, just
0: for a city. Like, it's, it's crazy.
1: I, uh, so I was with them there for the what they call Spirit Week, sure, and just, yeah. you know, I was seeing all the different uniforms every day. And I I'm, mean, I'm the atmosphere for that week was electric, yeah, you know. Awesome. And I've always said to the band directors, whenever whenever we we stop this this you know this program we've got, right, make right. sure I stop on a on a on a freedom game because it's wow, it. it's such a, an amazing atmosphere. But in 2015, we brought a group of our uh, Royal Marines across to perform at the spring concert, okay. but uh, we dressed them up so they weren't Royal Marines because it's. Not the sort of thing you can do. So we okay. we, came, we came under the, the, the banner of the Britannic drummers and I brought five of the guys across and we performed at the concert. But they, they couldn't believe it. The whole setup, and they were just as in awe as I was when I first came. But we don't get anything like this in the UK. Is
0: that? Now I'm, I'm going to go way beyond my comfort level and, and uh, knowledge here. Is it because something is like the Cool Guard? What is that? Or is there's like... The way that Liberty is, their tradition, wasn't it taken yeah, it was a little ta- bit from... It was
1: taken from the, the foot guards in, in foot, the UK, uh, yeah. yeah, so we've got, although they're called Grenadiers, their, their uniform is based off the Coldstream guards, so you got the foot... Coldstream guards, go- okay, yeah. sorry, see, I'm, yeah. I'm
0: pushing, I'm, I knew some of them. So,
1: yeah, yeah. so you got the foot guards in, in the uh, in the UK, which which comprises of the Grenadier guards, the Coldstream guards, the Irish, the Scots, and the Welsh, and yeah. that's that's five regiments of the foot Guards. so although the coal grenadiers all their uniforms styled off the the coal streams
0: okay. so like when we see what we're looking at that is you know kind of modeled it, or taken
1: identical apart identical. from you know some of the the, the flashes are slightly different because it have got the names on but sure. they use the same tailor as, as, yeah. as the guards they, they bring it's, uh, uh, it's cash kits and sons. they bring them across from our uh, London and they size the guys up so it, the, the tunics are exactly the same as the foot Guards. it's
0: just amazing and I, I you know I I hate to be the guy who continues to repeat it, but it's just amazing. Still, like even when you see them, you talk about the Freedom, Liberty game. I'm fortunate enough to run the the digital board at some of the, oh, the, right. the, the Liberty games, so i I have the the uh, front row, well, the, maybe the, not the front row, but the best seat in the house to watch some of these things. And it does give you goosebumps, not only because of the size, but just how well choreographed, how well you know trained they are. Can you speak to? Obviously, Kevin Long, who was here for, for a very long time, but yeah. now Alan Frank, who, who I know pretty well. I went yeah. to Marine University with him. So, so yeah, yeah, I obviously
1: met met them both in 2014. Yeah. And obviously, Alan's from the USMC. So, yep, obviously, yep. you know, he's a Marine at heart. I'm a Marine at heart. So, so it,
0: you guys have that like, yeah, synergy there. Yeah, that.
1: the brotherhood, but he, you know, Alan's all about the discipline. He's always been all about the discipline. Uh, and that's what you need. Somebody needs to be concentrating on the discipline. Somebody needs to concentrate on the music between them two. You know, you, you get the the perfect outcome, and which is which is you know what they've added, what they've still got now. You know, even though they've changed, you know, Alan's gone up to the band director, nothing's changed. The band is still working right. hard, and but yeah, so. Right.
0: And, and with you now, let's like, talk about you as we kind of finish up. Um, what do you? Like, you come here. When do you leave? In a couple of days? Do you come for like a, ten days at a time? that's sort. Of
1: well, thing? so I normally come. For the about seven days but i was previously in washington okay uh, a couple of days ago for the uh we just started a washington tattoo so i'll just quickly go about no, the, go ahead, yeah. the, the the tattoos so the the word tattoo everybody okay. everybody associate with some ink on your sure, arm word, when i
0: see it that's what i'm like trying to yeah. make sense it.
1: so the word tattoo is, is, a, is a dutch word and it comes from the word "deden Tattoo. and it, it was in the olden days and the, the tavern keepers the the army drummers would go around the town drumming and that was called a a tattoo, and it's basically telling the the innkeepers to turn off the taps and send all the, uh, the soldiers home to the barracks. Right. So this these drummers drumming turned into this international tattoo where they got bigger and bigger and bigger. The, the most famous ones the Royal Edinburgh tattoo, which is in Edinburgh Castle. Mm-hmm. It's on for a, a month in August, and this is these have happened all over the world. Uh, so we're basically starting one in Washington D.C. you um, starting one, yeah. So. We got a committee going, and we've just been doing some small events. Uh, because of COVID, we've got to do some digital yeah. events. Uh, and we had a gala. Uh, uh, when was it? Monday just gone. Uh, we brought some dancers over from Australia to perform. We had the Spirit of '76 pipe band, and,
0: and so the goal of that is to, to have an annual event. It's to
1: bring it up. So you know, maybe 2025, we have a big international tattoo somewhere in the center of DC. And maybe we can bring Liberty down you never I mean, know they, they
0: played it you know like you just said they played it bigger play- like I'll just say I was at a at the library um, they had a book sale event this is our public library and there they have records and it's there was one of Liberty, there was also one of Freedom High School wow. from like 1984 on a, a vinyl record. And you just like, these are things that you know our, our local high schools are producing. It just still blows my mind.
1: I know. So I've got a couple of their CDs when they went across to the it's, UK and played it's, with, it's, with the Coldstream Guards. So Do they
0: have a Spotify? They should if they don't. I'm uh, not i am not, not too sure. I'm going to have to talk to them. <laughs> so then talk about, uh, again, yourself anymore with uh, the drum company? Like, or Is that just sort of a hey? If that's something you're into, that's what you're
1: gonna. Yeah, do. so I left the Marines in 2019, mm-hmm. uh, and then started f- straight away full time with the with the British Drum Company. We launched the traditional drums. Uh, we actually got the Royal Marines to take them on. Uh, that, was <laughs> to, that, was, that was nothing to that was nothing to do with me. I'm sure they didn't. You know. <laughs> they came to us. Uh, that's great. So we launched them in, in March. But it was Iron Maiden pitch. <laughs> so
0: like they have the guy from Iron Maiden, and we're gonna go with them. <laughs> so that
1: was t- that was in March, and then in August we launched the pipe band drum and then obviously in October-November time COVID it yeah. and then we've had two years of wow. up and down yeah. and can you get parts and how much is shipping going to cost and so but now with you know the UK is pretty much back to normal you don't have to wear masks if you don't want to 90% of the country is fully jabbed up and yep. so yeah we're we, you know we can see it opening back up again we, we, can, sure. we can see the orders going out and
0: it's everything's got back to
1: normal so I mean it's great to see
0: and um, besides Mark Scoot we'll, we'll leave on this and I hate to put you on the spot but I'm gonna besides mock is there anything else and it doesn't have to be Bethlehem. you know just in your your travels uh, through the united states like what what do you appreciate about uh, what's, Bethlehem?
1: well i'll tell you what i like about well, Bethlehem you can Go is, ahead, yeah. yeah so Please. Uh, i couldn't do it i couldn't do it this this time because of the rehearsals at the school but i normally go watch the iron pigs but, yeah the opening game yeah, the other day all yeah right. so was that tuesday i think the opening game yes, or, yeah so had we had it. rehearsals so I, I could make but i always go and watch the iron pigs it's, the first time i went to it it was it was I've not been to a baseball, sure. you know, and obviously it's not, a, you know, the major league, but it's, it's such a, a family environment. And, and that's, that's
0: what it's supposed, yeah, the, with the triple A, right? It's yeah. supposed to be like, bring everybody. It
1: was amazing. Yeah. I've not experienced anything like that that's at big. all. So, uh, yeah, I always try and, and, get, and get a game in if, if I can. I
0: think my, and I... She won't get mad at me. My wife will go to Iron Pig games and I don't know if she's watched any actual baseball because there's so much more things that we're walking around. There's a playground for our daughter in the back. And there's so much good food. So yeah, I mean, that's, it's definitely. Yeah,
1: it's definitely a family oriented thing. We We brought our family across in 2017, I think it was. I mean, Dora at the time, I think she was about, she must have been about 9 or 10. Mm-hmm. She's there with a big smoked turkey. Uh, like it, it was bigger uh, than a head. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it's funny, in, in addition to you, there's another person on Twitter. They're like UK Iron Pigs fans. Wow. So you should find them. I yeah, think, I, wonder, I, I, think yeah. I retweeted one of their things. So. That's amazing. <laughs> Listen, Stu, this has been uh, fantastic. I love that, like, this will always be special to me, the way that we kind of interact and we're like, let's just, do you want to do, yeah, yeah, let's just I mean, have It's amazing, like, It's you know, amazing this is, how
1: this whole thing just came about, just from me answering a, something on Twitter and then it expanded into, and I mean,
0: here we are. And I mean, that's what my whole thing is just like, you know, why not? And, yeah. and, and this is fantastic, you learn so much. And then what's great about this too is we learn more about ourselves and the appreciation yeah. of the things that we have from somebody else, you know, looking at it and saying, you guys realize you have like a really unique, you know, <laughs> thing. So, so I appreciate it. Thank you so much for taking the time and thank you to Mark scoot for, for Yeah, definitely. I'm going to have some chicken program. wings
1: now, so that would be great. Yeah,
0: I don't think, they didn't even mind that I set up. I don't think anybody asked me any <laughs> questions. I did set up. Still. So, Thanks for having me. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And and next time you're in town, please, you know, hit us up ahead of time. I will we'll definitely. go to an Iron Pigs game. Maybe get like a, a first pitch or something. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Take care. Another big thank you to Stu Warmington and, of course, uh, Mox Goot on Linden Street in Bethlehem for allowing us to record our podcast there. Big thank you to our sponsors, Molly's Irish Grill and Sports Pub, Artist Quest, and, of course, Michael Bernardin with Remax Realty. Everything is in our show notes, or you can hit us up at LoveMedia.com. You can email me at info at com, and we will talk to you next time.